You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hey, there's the music. That means it's time for Animal Talk. Some of the best doggone pet people on the planet here to help you with your pets, whatever the problem is. Pet professionals standing by, ready to to help out. We like talking about animal-related issues, animal fun stuff. Sitting in the booth there pushing all our buttons. Sam. Hey, Sam Oh, that was really loud. (laughs) (laughs) Sam Nork. Uh, My name is Jamie Flanagan, just making sure everybody has a good time. And today on the show, uh, we have a guest, Samantha. Yes. Pretty excited about that. I am. It's, uh, we have an author. Oh, cool. Author, author, author. (laughs) The author of The Invisible Leash. Invisible Leash. It's uh, Patrice Karst. Uh, And we're going to be talking to her. Um, it's, it's a touching story about oh, yeah. uh, coping with the loss of, of a pet. Yeah. So I looked it up. I was like, oh, this is sad. <laughs> yes. So, um, it's, uh, it's a follow-up to, uh, the invisible string. And oh. we're going to find out about that as well. And then, uh, all about the illustrations and the whole story yeah. that goes along with, uh, the invisible leash. But it's, uh, a holiday season's upon us, Samantha. Yes. And uh, so Merry Christmas. Unfortunately. Unfortunately? Not yeah. a big holiday fan? It's too much stress. Ah. Uh, yeah. Try having 50 people over. Oh, yeah. Try having 50 of your wife's relatives over oh, on no. Christmas Day. Oh. Yeah. Uh. Not that Not that I have to live through that for like the last 10 years. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's scary stuff, man. It's yeah. high stakes. <laughs> Miss Colleen gets super serious like in oh, these really? weeks here. Oh, my God. Yeah. We don't have a tree yet. Oh, it's man. uh well actually this is like actually last year or yeah it, it, we got it last weekend so we'll probably get it this weekend but I got a I got a meeting up at in Lansing oh yeah and uh, I got all kinds of stuff going on so uh, but a lot of times people bring pets home for the holidays oh yep it's uh and it's like one of the the worst things you can do <laughs> <laughs> actually uh, if you're gonna get a dog or a cat or bring a pet into the house uh, mainly like a dog or a cat or a snake something that needs a schedule well, <laughs> snake doesn't absolutely need a schedule you don't want to do it during the holiday break during the holiday week right because the because co- they, they thrive on schedules oh yeah so you want to bring that critter home like before or after. Yeah. Uh, once you're back on a regular schedule, because you bring them in and you, they got a week, a week and a half, two weeks of like, hey, everybody's home all the time. This is cool. I oh, like yeah. this place. And everybody's like, school's back and like it's a ghost Work. town, yeah. right? Uh, not a good thing for the for the critters. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Right, right. Yeah. So that Christmas Day puppy, not a good thing. So uh, like do it like now. Like uh, Matt Fox, the genius. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, it's a, it's a very altruistic thing that that he did um he he taking care of a dog or he's yeah. fostering a dog because uh, the person who owned the dog had a stroke and they can't God. take care of the puppy anymore so matt and mary are going to keep an eye on the critter uh, uh until they find it a forever home but uh, matt's i think matt's kind of hooked oh on the I, dog yeah i don't Aww. think i think the forever home might be the fox residence Aww. um i'm pretty i'm pretty sure of, of that so Aww. but here's an interesting tidbit right Yes. Survey says. Segway. <laughs> but uh, dads end up taking care of the dog. And this, uh, there's a, I know, you're, you're doing scrunchy, you're <laughs> yeah. doing scrunchy face. I did scrunchy face too when I read that little headline. So dog is really man's best friend because dads end up having to take care of the family pets. Gen- pet, not pets, pet generally. Uh, despite Singular. being. Uh, the most reluctant to get the dog, researchers have found that dads are the ones that left to uh, feed, clean, and exercise the dog. Oh, yeah, probably. So study says uh, out of 2,500 pet owners, uh, children were the ones most in- instrumental in getting the pet. But dads but not taking care of it. are the ones that are taking care of it, <laughs> which always struck me, though. I thought it was going to – I thought it was the moms. Yeah. Right? But if you're talking about the dog – and it's like, okay, take the dog for a walk, go clean up the poops in the yard. Uh, that, I had to clean the poop. That might that might fall to dad. Well, yeah, yeah, and that's that's one of the reasons. Like, I don't. 
Oh. We had Zoe, yeah. you know, because Colleen and Colin had Zoe when we met. Yeah. Um, love Zoe. Love, I love having a dog. I just don't like picking up dog poop. Yeah, me neither. So it's like, uh, you know, I, it's, but I got a cat and I clean out the cat box. What's the difference? Yeah. Right? But, you know, I don't know. I mean, there is a difference. Yeah. Dog poop is nasty. Cat poop's like little, it's not, it's not nasty. Right. It's less nasty. It's less nasty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not an hors d'oeuvre or anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not. Uh, can you turn the the mic on the the music channel down? Just I did. did? Okay. All right. Because uh, I got to dial out in a second. Oh, okay. I did. Yeah. So, but yeah. So you know, the shapoopy's not a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> not a good thing. So that's that's what makes me lead to believe that that aspect for dogs, uh, pets in general, the turtles, the fish, the cats, the rats, uh, the salamanders, uh, everything else, the turtles, the size of a quarter. <laughs> Jerry and his name's Steve. It's a turtle. He's the size of a quarter. His name is Steve. <laughs> One of my current students, uh, is Jerry. His um, name is Jerry. Yeah. He, oh, okay. one of my current students, Jerry. I, People I still told name him, their kids Jerry? Uh, apparently. <laughs> no. <laughs> and uh, I told him I had a, stir, a, a turtle that was the size of a quarter. It was a, yeah. little, a little tiny turtle. And his name was Steve. And he was so excited. Oh, my gosh. And then I told him I was lying. And, and then he got upset. Now he hates me. Oh, he, he doesn't hate you. <laughs> he hates me so much. He's moving to Nevada. Oh, really? Yeah, it's very sad. Actually, they're pulling him there. There, and it's oh like God. before the semester's over. Yeah, they're splitting town. So Why? yeah, I don't know family stuff, but uh, I love me some Jerry too. He's a hardworking kid. He's like you, you know. He's like yeah. he does everything involved in stuff. You ask, and you can just count on it being done. It's like why do the good ones go? You yeah, know, it's like I need to. Anyway, but uh, we got a guest on the way. Oh yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna call her up because we're gonna be talking uh, about her book. I got off on a tangent there. Surprise, surprise! I got off on a tangent. Can you imagine that, Samantha? Oh yeah. <laughs> Have you had any, ever had any pets named Steve? No, I had a cat named Mike. That was it. I mean, that's <laughs> not any close, but you know, it's still like one of those weird names. <laughs> All right, I'm dialing it up here. Should I turn? Turn it up, please. That should be good. Hello. Hi, Patrice. Jamie. Hey, it's Jamie from Animal Talk. You're on with Samantha and myself. Hi. Hey. We dive right into it here. There's none of this pre-screening garbage. (laughs) It's showtime, Patrice. It's go time. So, Patrice, you are a best-selling author. Uh, one of the previous books is The Invisible String. Uh, you also had The Invisible Web. Uh, there's The Invisible String Workbook to accompany it. Uh, and now, next up in, in the hit parade uh, is The Invisible Leash, and we're hoping for uh, this one to become a bestseller for you uh, as well. Patrice, thanks so much for uh, taking some time tonight. Thank you for having me. Patrice, tell us about your childhood. <laughs> no. What'd you say? I Sorry, said, tell, I, I didn't catch that. Tell us about your, chi- tell us about your childhood. Oh. That's, that's, uh, oh, that's just oh, one of the kooky things. That's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so but, Patrice, um, uh, so you've written these books, right? And these books, uh, mainly deal with, with loss and, and coping with loss. Well, yes and, yes and no. I mean, you know, it, it's, it's interesting because the invisible string, even though it became a bestseller, um, you know, especially because of grieving and loss, it wasn't originally written for that purpose. It just became very popular in that world. Um, but it's uh, but the invisible leash is definitely about loss. It's about um, our connection to our animals. That, so um, when they pass on, we right. are connected forever to them. Hmm. Well, let's rewind a little bit. Let's go to the invisible string. Um, what what is so what is that concept and and where where did where did that come to you how did that come to you so how it came to me was that um when my son who's now 28 when he was um a little boy and was going to preschool i was a single working mom and when i would bring him to school in the morning he would cry cuz he had separation anxiety and he wanted to be with me all day he didn't want me going off to work and it was brutal because he cried and I cried and it was just a big mess. So um, one day, um, as I was dropping him off, I just sort of spontaneously told him that we would be connected all day long by an invisible string oh. made out of love. And oh. that if he missed me 
all he needed to do was tug on the string and I would feel it and then I would tug it back and he would feel it in his heart and that we were connected by this by this string all day. <laughs> Samantha. It was, like a, it was like this amazing <laughs> moment. You know, his eyes lit up. He said, is there really an invisible string? And I was like, there really is. Aww. He said, and we're connected all day. Yes, we are. And that was it. His separation anxiety ended um, that day. And uh, then I realized, you know, then all his little friends wanted to hear the story. And I knew I had something. I knew that I had um, come up with sort of a tangible um, explanation for an abstract concept. Love is, is abstract. How do you, we feel it, but how do you explain what it is, right? So for children, hearing that there's an invisible string that connects them to all of their loved ones, um, including those that have passed on, um, and when grandma, you know, lives in another state or dad has you know, is in the military and has to deploy, or a best friend moves away, um, that we don't lose our connections. And so it just has become this sort of phenomena that is a celebration of love um, and and loss, um, but it's, you know, it's used for everything from, you know, wedding showers, you know, birthday gifts, uh, first day of school, uh, graduation, you know, it's just, it became this sort of absolute phenomena, divorce attorneys, hospitals, hospices, the military, the prison system, the grief world. Um, it's just love. It's just, yeah. you know, it's what love is. It's a, it's a beautiful way to, to, yeah, like you said, uh, 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 make a, an abstract idea, very, very tangible. Uh, the way we're hooked up, you, you can't hear Samantha, but she can hear you, and, and it's uh, she's over there cooing and, and just <laughs> she's getting a little misty over there in the producer booth. Um, so yeah, but she's uh, she's enjoying it. And I'm I that's I, I love I love love that idea that connection. Um, so you're connected uh, with your illustrator Joanne, and uh, how does Joanne say her last name? Lou Vertoff. Lou Vertoff. She yes. is Lou Vertoff. She lives in Amsterdam, and um, so we've never met in person, but I feel so bonded. Sure. To her, she she took my text because she is the illustrator on all of my um all of the invisible series of books and she just got it from from day one when we sent her the first book you know she wrote me an email and just said oh my god i'm crying i love this book can't wait to work on it and her pictures just brought the book and all of the books to life i couldn't be happier with her art i'm just blown away it is it's 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 uh it's it's very approachable it's uh uh i i I like it i just uh i I like the artwork i I really do the the illustrations that go with it it's uh um it's modern but it's not too characterized it's uh, i i I like the i like the artwork you got going with that so yeah so how did you how did the two of you get hooked up is what that just the publisher connected you or Yes, yes. The publisher, Little Brown for Young Readers, who is the dream publisher that every author would would want to have. I, I feel so blessed um, to be with them. And I thought, you know, being with a big New York publishing house that, you know, I, I'm not going to have any say in anything. And it was exactly the opposite. They wanted me to be involved, every spread, every picture. Um, and they sent me a bunch of different artists um, samples and said, you know, pick the three that you like the best. And Joanne's was like, probably my top pick. Mm. I said, oh my God, I love this woman. Um, and she, you know, so they struck a deal with her and then the collaboration began. Joanne and I didn't so much go back and forth together, but she would send the art to Little Brown. Little Brown would send it to me, say, do you have any comments on each picture? I would make my comments. They'd go back to Joanne. And and we'd go back and forth and back and forth until we had the finished product. And um, we're both so thrilled. And and I think that because because Joanne so um, connected with the work, it's been, you know, like a labor of love for her. And you can see it in the art. I mean, you know, she's really created some special stuff here. Yeah. And so she's done all of your books, which leads you to the latest one, which is The Invisible Leash. And working off of that strings of love idea. Uh, what's the story behind the invisible leash? Well, when the invisible string, you know, for all the years that the invisible string has been out, um, 
lots of people have used that book to help their children cope with the loss of their beloved pets. Mm -hmm. But I would get a lot of emails from parents and caregivers and teachers saying, could you, would you consider writing a book that's specifically about animals? So I did. Um, and luckily, Little Brown um, loved it and bought it. Um, and so The Invisible Leash is the story of um, a little boy named Zach who loses his dog. His dog, Jojo, um, gets old, <laughs> like we all do, yeah. and um, passes away. And he's brokenhearted until... He takes a walk through the neighborhood with his very best friend, Emily, who proceeds to tell him the story of the invisible leash that her grandpa had told her and his grandpa had told him um, when, uh, when her cat, Rexy, dies. And so she tells him all about this invisible leash that connects us forever to our animals. And Zach is not buying into this concept at all. He's mm. like, there's no such thing as an invisible leash. I only believe in things I can see. But as their meandering walk through the neighborhood, you know, goes from daylight to twilight into the evening, um, Emily, through a whole series of um, of just wonderful explanations and sharing, convinces Zach um to really take this a little deeper and think about it. And as they continue talking, Zach begins to realize that he can feel Jojo tugging on the invisible leash in his heart and actually even sees a glimpse of Jojo howling at the moon. And it's beautiful. It's, I mean, I have to say it's a beautiful story. I mean, I know I wrote it, <laughs> but I think I'm allowed to say that. Sure. And um, interestingly, sadly, but also pretty profoundly, as I was finishing up the text, my own beloved wiener dog, Coco, died. Yeah. Um, she got sick, she had Cushing's disease, and she died. And I literally read my own book to get comfort. Um, and it did. It really comforted me. And then Little Brown was so kind, and they let me even put a picture of Coco in the back of the book with a whole dedication to her. So I knew I knew this book would work because... Um, because it comforted me, and and interestingly, the title, you know, we had to we had to be clever because not all animals have leashes, right? You know, sure, dogs yeah. have leashes, but cats don't. So Zach even, you know, tries to stump Emily and says, "Well, Rexy never used a leash, you know. So what do you mean invisible leash?" And uh, Emily goes on to explain that, well, not when she was alive, but just like my brother's hamster and my you know sister's bird. All animals have invisible leashes that don't connect our bodies, but connect our hearts. <laughs> and um, so, you know, and then Zach oh. is still unmoved and says, well, you know, but, but Jojo didn't even like his leash. He liked to run free, you know. And then, again, she explains that it doesn't tie our bodies down. You know, they, they still run free, but their hearts are always connected to us. So, oh. I, I, you know, I think it's a very special book. And... Um, I, you know, very excited to see what the response with the children of the world are going to be because the fact is that, um, you know, death is not a subject that we should shy away from with children. Children will experience death, whether right. it's a hamster or a pet or a grandparent or they hear about it on the news or a dead bird as they're walking down, you know, down a hiking trail. Sure. Um, and so what could be more comforting than to realize that we are forever connected to our animals and to our people that we have loved? Oh, beautiful story. So we're here early December 2019, and the book is uh, on sale now, right? Yeah, it came out uh, two days ago. Yay, right on. Well, Yay! we timed that well. <laughs> yeah, and it's also available as an audio book, which oh. I, yours truly did the reading of it. Oh, good. Um, and it's... it's um, I think that, you know, you don't have to wait until a pet has passed away to enjoy the invisible leash because it's a celebration of our animals. Oh, really, yeah. it's, it's a love story. It's, you know, it's, and, and our animals, well, you know, this is animal talk. Our yep. animals are everything to us. Mm. Um, and, uh, and so, yes, we are forever connected and always will be. So, um, where where are you at in the spiritual realm? Do you believe uh, our pets go to heaven? 
Absolutely. Um, in the book, we don't call it heaven. We call it the beyond. Okay. Emily explains that, that our animals are in the beyond, and Zach wants to know, well, where is the beyond? Is it in outer space? <laughs> and Emma, Emily explains that it's there and everywhere. You know, Grandpa even says the beyond is all around us, but we just can't see it. So in the book, you actually see the spirit animals of Jojo and Emily's cat, Rexy. You see them following the ch- their children as they're walking through the neighborhood, and you can see that they're connected by these sort of ethereal leash that's connecting them. And yeah. it's it's pretty special, but you don't have to have any particular religious or sure. spiritual belief um, to enjoy the book. It's 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 love. That's what it is. It's yeah. a celebration of love. And uh, I absolutely do believe I am very spiritual. Um, and I absolutely believe that our animals are just waiting for us, you know, and, and one day we will be reunited with all of the creatures that we've ever loved. That's uh, my own personal belief. Oh, yeah. You know, it's that, that uh, coffee mug wisdom there, but it's like, it's, it's all one that says, uh, you know, if, if our pets aren't in the beyond, I don't want to go, <laughs> you know. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, I feel not, the same way, but I, I'm not worried about it because I know they are. That's right. I know it's, they are. It's not paradise and if the running, critters aren't they're there. They're running free right now. They're out of pain. They're, you know, and they're running with all their friends and um, it's just a matter of time till we all get to be reunited. All right. So the book is uh, the Invisible Leash, and uh, Patrice Karst, you are uh, you have a website as well. And yep. It's just you know, uh, it's just Patrice P A T R I C E Karst K A R S T dot com. Excellent. Patrice dot com, and, and, and I and, love to hear from my readers. So yeah. if anyone's listening, let me know um, how you like the Invisible Leash and all of any of my books. I'd love to hear from you guys. Right on, right on. And then uh, available, all the usual suspects, all the online sellers will will have the book available uh, through there as yes. well. All right, excellent. Yes, absolutely. Well, wonderful. Thank you uh, for sending a copy of the book to me. Um, I teach high school. And, uh, oh, I have, you too? I, yeah, yeah. And I have kids of uh, all abilities. Uh, and this book is a little beyond typical high schoolers. But I got a couple kids I work with that uh, are really into pets. And I, 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 one had lost a pet. I think I'm going to share this with her. Um, Please do. So, yeah. Please do. So I, I, think it, yeah. uh, I think she'll enjoy it. Well, I think it'll freak her yeah. out and then she'll enjoy it. But maybe I'll send yeah, it home with of, mom one my, first. One of my favorite <laughs> parts of the book, there's a particular page where um where Zach is finally getting it that yes yes okay maybe I do believe maybe uh, maybe this really is true and it's so cute because again with Joanne the artist she's so brilliant so the picture is the spirit animals of Jojo and Rexy and they're giving each other a high five like, <laughs> finally he gets it you know Yay. he gets that we really are here with them mm-hmm. yeah awesome Patrice thanks so much Thank you for having me, and have a happy Christmas. Oh, you too. Be well. Okay, bye. Hey, all right. That's a cool little book. That's sad. Sorry, I thought I thought my thing was muted. No, yeah. it is not. Um, that's sad. Yeah, well, and now I'm upset. So that's awesome. Oh, <laughs> no, well, no, it's like to... a sad. It's like well, you a think sad about happy. you think about the critters, you know, yeah. that that aren't. Um, yeah. It's so, like a happy sad. Kirby's still around. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He runs around the house still. Oh. <laughs> he's been gone for he's been gone for like six. I had him for eighteen years. That's wild. Yeah. I think I had my cat for like eleven or twelve. Yeah. And then he um, went on. Yeah. All right. So there you go. That's uh, the Invisible Lease and Leash and Patrice Karst, and that's uh, patricekarst.com and then available on all the usual suspects. Amazon. Amazon, but pets, man. Some pets live a long time. Yeah, like have, tortoises. Turtles. My little, my little quarter-sized <laughs> turtle named Steve. <laughs> that isn't real. <laughs> He's real in my heart. <laughs> so, um, are, are you a big Sylvester Stallone fan? Oh, uh, he's cool. He Do- was at uh, he was at Cannes when I was there. Was he? Yeah, for his movie, Rambo, the new Rambo movie. Really? Oh, yeah, okay. Rambo is like 48 or something. Yeah. 
Do you know what this is? Yeah. What is it? Not dumb. <laughs> <laughs> You're a movie buff. You would know what this is. So it's the Rocky theme. Yeah. Yeah, theme from Rocky. So, but uh, Sylvester Stallone in the in the movie Rocky, there was a uh, in Rocky something. One, there two, three. There was like three. five of them. Yeah. Now he's in Creed. Oh yeah, Creed. Um, yeah. Ta, 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 ta. Uh, he's got uh, Sylvester Stallone has two pet turtles. Um, they are forty four years. They're forty four years old. They were the two little turtles uh, that were in Rocky. He kept them. No way. That's uh, that's what the do you remember dot com is telling us. There were six us. Rocky movies. What? There were six Rocky movies. Uh, there. No, I don't know how many. There's six. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, Are they plus, counting the creeds? In if you there? count Creed, it's eight. Yeah, Creed and Creed Two. Yeah. Yep. Dang. Yeah, it was a lot of rocket. But it was one of them, he had these two little turtles, right? And uh supposedly he still has them. He just posed for a picture and put it up on Instagram with the the two turtles while he's doing some publicity oh, wow. for um for the uh Creed two movie. And oh. uh he said last, last May, just last May, he posted a photo of himself with two turtles. He captioned uh, in Creed Two, my original buddies from Rocky, Cuff and Link, now forty-four years old. Um, but the turtles in the picture actually weren't Cuff and Link. Um, then why did he post it? Because they're actors and it's publicity, and they lie. Oh. Their lives are like what? Actors are messed up people. He right? seems like a cool dude. You spend your entire life pretending to be someone else. Yeah, but that's just so for the work. persona that yeah, but the persona that people know and admire and like isn't really you. I mean, right? Yeah. So comedians, I mean, they get up on stage and they spill their guts and yeah. they, they they tell about they tell jokes about themselves because they all hate themselves, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> low self esteem or something, right? Yeah. So the, the comedians they, they spill themselves and that's pretty real. But actors, they're that's not who they are, you know. It's like, oh, I love Snape, or oh, I, you know, Ronald Weasley. I want to date him. I don't know, you know. You wanted to date Ronald for a while there. I know you did. No, maybe a little, but like <laughs> he. <laughs> See, but that's not that dude, right? Yeah. You know? uh, sadly. So that's uh, yeah, that's not the so the actors, right? You know, uh, uh John Wick. I want to party with that dude. No, but he's cool. He's actually a cool uh, Keanu, dude. Well, yeah, he's Keanu actually a nice is, person. I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah, Keanu's uh, pretty amazing. He's so, a cool dude. But anyway, so but uh, anyway, so why did he lie about these turtles? Well, yeah, that's what they do. That's their lives are based on that. But Cuff and Link, 44 years old. Uh, but the turtles in the promo picture um, weren't the turtles from the first Rocky. The tur- these turtles in the in the promo fo- photo there were uh, provided by the Briarbrush Nature Center. Oh. In Albington, Pennsylvania, uh, and they had them there for the Creed Two film. So they'll appear in Creed Two, Cuff and Link. Um, oh, cool. They they would be forty four years old now. Turtles can live seventy five years though. Oh wow! So it's quite possible they're still alive, but he just didn't want to fly them out from California. Oh, yeah. uh, to be in the spot. Um, he's got a soft spot soft spot in his heart. Stallone does uh, for these critters. Creed 2, there was a, supposed to be a scene. Creed 2 is already out. Yeah, it's but, already out, yeah. Uh, there was a scene where Rocky talked to the turtles and fed them. Um, but it, did, it didn't end up, it hit the cutting room floor. It didn't make the movie. Dang. So there was a scene. So the scene got pulled from the final edits. So they had those turtles there for nothing. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. People got to think about so, this stuff but when it they was make movies. Like, yeah, it would have been it would have been nice to have Rocky's softer side, you know, caring for the turtles still. Yeah. Uh, so Kate Fisk is an environmental educator and the animals curator. They're red-eared sliders, uh, and they've been at the Briarbrush Nature Center since 2006. Someone had abandoned them Aww. in the pond, which is a very common fate for pet turtles. A lot Aww. of times people, so they get too big for their enclosure, uh, people just let them go. So, Damn, they don't want to buy a new enclosure? That's your yeah. buddy. So they flush a, the alligator down the toilet, and that's how you end up with, uh, you know, every the time, alligator in the sewer. Every time I sit on the toilet, I'm afraid that something's going to come up and bite me. <laughs> Do you ever get that? Uh, yes. <laughs> I feel like, like an alligator is going to come out and like... Or like a snake or like... Pinch your bum? Yeah, or, or just or just I like get up and then I see it in there. I hate snakes. Yeah. 
I don't know. It's just that's just a weird. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that, but that's just like a thought that I have. Uh, I don't know. Or like when you lay in bed, like what if there's spiders? Like what if you wake up and there's spiders by you? Well, you or eat snakes? like what 15 pounds of spiders in your lifetime or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, no, apparently, and I don't want to think about that. That's a that's an urban myth. You might get a couple. You don't do the, the however whatever number they say. <laughs> Whatever that that's yeah. an urban that's an urban legend. You do you know possibly, but generally speaking, no, that's not a thing. Yeah, but I don't red think ear, spiders would go in there. Red ear, red ear red ear sliders can reach adult size in only two years. Oh wow! So they have no idea what how old these turtles are because they were adult size already when they were abandoned. Yeah. Um, in the pond, but they've had them since two thousand and six. Yeah. So thirteen years so far, right? Yeah. Quick math. I'm smart. Uh, <laughs> well, because if they were already full size when they got them. They could be 15. Right. They could be even older than that, right? Yeah. So uh, they were already local celebrities before the movie clip and the, 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 the promo picture even hit. Because people would come out, uh, they would use them for their ambassador program and travel to a lot of schools and educating children and adults uh, alike about uh, wildlife and you know explaining how hey these turtles were abandoned don't do that to your turtles because then we got to take pets. them on parade yeah, yeah. Um, many people when they see Sly's selfie commented on how small the tank was and were worried about the the turtles welfare because it's in the in the picture it's a small tank it's a well it's a big tank but these are fairly large turtles. Um, and but he's happy to say that the tank was only uh, a prop for the set, and they only spent one day in that tank, and they're actually quite comfortable, and they even took naps in there. So in the day that they were there, so they're back home at the Briarbrush, and they have a very luxurious space at Briarbrush. Oh, um, so they they pulled the scene. Uh, the turtles were very upset that they missed their big break. Oh, so, <laughs> there you go. So yeah, poor babies. It's uh I'm I'm curious if he really does have those turtles, the real turtles still hmm. or not. I don't know. We talked to his mom. A few oh t- yeah. yeah you I, did. I don't know if we have those up on the archive. I feel like you do. But uh we talked to her two different times. Oh yeah. And she had two mini- miniature pinchers. She had two min pins yeah. that could tell the future. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh they would they would communicate with her. I'm not going to say talk to her, but they would communicate with her yeah. and tell her things. That's amazing. Like the results of the election. Oh, and we really? were like saying, oh, bull crap, bull crap, bull crap. And then, you know, she predicted the election and it was like the one with the dangling chads and everything and oh, how close yeah. and crazy it was. Yeah. And she said it was going to be an extraordinarily close race. There'll be the, the results will be rife with, with controversy and uh, it'll be a very narrow margin for bush and she was totally right oh my god and we're like uh whoops so we got her back on to talk about that oh wow oh, even a broken clock's right twice a day right we should get her on again that'd be really cool <laughs> i don't know if she's still around is she still alive i don't know oh, she's sh- she's she's pretty old oh shoot if she is she's she's very aged i'm, I'm not sure Google it. i feel bad yeah i'm not sure how old she is now but uh yeah, so you can go back to the Animal Talk archives for that uh, rewind, Animal Talk rewind. We talked to her. By God, that was uh, well, yeah, that whatever that election was with Bush and Gore and the dangling chads, right? Uh, that was a long time ago. Yeah, that's a long time ago. Yeah, you know, we've been around. We've been doing these. We've been doing these shenanigans for a long time. All right, so what? She what? is still alive. Hey! She is ninety-eight years yeah, old. Yeah, 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 yeah. I knew she was up there. Wow. Yeah, that's. Uh, I don't know if she's doing phone interviews anymore oh, yeah. with pet shows. <laughs> she might be healthy. We don't you know. Never, yeah, you never know how lucid she is. Yeah. I, that's nice. That's sweet that she's still, still that's around wild. and kicking. Yeah, it was fun. She was fun. She was a riot. She's like, she, and she's totally, and she's not like a kook. Yeah. I mean, it's kook. That whole idea is kind of kooky. I mean, but that. It, it, were, it happened. She's not a kook. You know, talking to her, and, and she's like, she's very, very much into to to, to uh, Middle Eastern uh, like mythology oh, yeah. and 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 culture and and um, uh, mysticism is the word I was looking for. Yeah, uh, and she said that the dog's ability was uh, in part due to the prayer rugs. Oh yeah. She had visited the Holy Land and brought home, brought back some prayer rugs, and the dog took the the dogs took to sleeping on the prayer rugs. And after they had been sleeping on the prayer rugs, um, they they started to they she this bond this communicative bond that she had with them was uh, enhanced. Dang. So and then she talked about how 
Yeah, just it was an interesting conversation. You should look it up. Anyway, um, she's wild. Yeah, that's very wild. cool. So, all right. So, what is this? Is nothing to do with animals or pets, um, but what is the most Walmarty thing at Walmart's you could think of? Like people or like product. <sighs> what is the most Walmarty Walmart thing you could think? I feel of? like everything they have at Walmart, they're gonna have they're gonna have it like Meyer and like Sam's Club, you know? Yeah. How about how about I can't even. I can't even say it. Kentucky Fried Chicken scented fire logs. They do not have that. <laughs> That's not real. That's real. That's not real. Is that the most Walmarty Walmart thing you've ever heard? I guess of? it kind of involves animals. It's chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Kentucky Fried Chicken scented fire logs are available at Walmart while supplies last. Forget the chicken sandwich war. Kentucky Fried Chicken is bringing back a popular holiday item. <laughs> That they can make your whole house smell like fried chicken. It's the limited edition 11 Urban Spice Fire Log, according... This is on USA Today. This is a news, real newspaper. Comes out every day. It's US, real. It's on KFC.com. <laughs> it's real. Starting Thursday. Well, it's, it's, uh, so while supplies last, uh, the logs developed by EnviroLog will be for sale exclusively at Walmart oh for $18.99. The price includes free two-day shipping. Uh, last year, we captured the hearts and noses of fireplace of our fans. Uh, oh, <laughs> my thousands, God. Thousands more were clamoring to get their hands I'm gonna get one. on our limited fire logs. Uh, and this comes from Andrea, the, the KFC U.S. Chief Marketing Officer. Nah, noting the partnership with Walmart will help spread the finger looking finger licking good cheer. Uh, if you want one of the logs, you need to act fast. In 2018, is the log eight? Uh, the log sold out in three hours. Oh god, so it's this probably is, already sold out. Yeah, when did this come out? This article uh, came out. Uh, no, it came out today. So the, no, the, these come out today. Uh, so well, Let me if you're see, going to Walmart.com right now. December fifth, 2019. Today. Uh, depending on when you listen oh to God, this, but please, yeah. Please, so please, here's please. the thing. I know. So the oh my God, it's still in stock. Limited time, limited quantity fire logs makes the perfect unexpected gift for our secret Santa or white elephant. Uh, KFC suggests in a news release, the logs can be burned outdoors or in fireplaces, wood stoves, and in fire pits. Uh, EnviroLog president Ross and the uh, said that the Georgia-based company received weekly calls about the logs since they sold out last year. This heartwarming. Hunger-inducing partnership between EnviroLog and KFC and Walmart is sure to spice up the holiday season. Oh <laughs> I'm going to get that. Now, wh- that would be funny to me. That would be funny to do that and then, like, just kind of slip it in. Yeah. And, you know, if it had, like, a, just a regular thing on it. Yeah. Regular cover on it. Uh, and so they didn't know. And then their spell is like, who brought chicken? Who's eating chicken? <laughs> it's like getting all ticked off. Super angry. I think I would. That would just be. That's my kind of humor right there. Man, I wanna. I wanna buy it, but I'm like really poor. But like, I need to get Christmas presents for people, so maybe I'll buy them. That was. That's a good. That's a great gag gift. I mean, if if you got twenty bucks to blow on a yeah, joke, you know? but like it's like a good one. It's like if they like chicken, I'm pretty sure they're gonna like it. That's what Colleen and I um use. We use the the fakey log. We call them fakey logs. Yeah. Because uh, it's just you know it's cleaner than the real logs and chop and dirt and yeah it's less less smoky in the house yeah uh, I love the real fire smell and everything but the the fakey logs the, the fakey logs work yeah really well so um, I'm I'm running out of juice here Samantha oh okay so I gotta I gotta plug in a second but uh, uh, so <laughs> is that is that not the most Walmarty Walmart thing yeah it is. Yep, and I'm stalling because he's <laughs> plugging that in. Hello, I'm stalling. That's a good stall. Good <laughs> nothing, nothing like oh, breaking okay. down that fourth wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mercy sakes! Yeah, I was just I was down to two percent juice there. Oof. Um. All right. Here we go. And then uh, what else did I want to talk to you about? There's a couple other things I, I wanted to, to mention. I want those. Oh, the KFC logs. That would just be so good. I want it so bad. I ju- that's just that's just good comedy. I just uh, – I, I just. Do you think they'll make one for other 
fast food places like the McDonald's log. Well, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, but Kentucky Fried Chicken, you go into Kentucky Fried Chicken, it just smells like Kentucky Fried Chicken. What does McDonald's smell like? McDonald's, McDonald's has a smell. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. It's, it's mainly the fries. Yeah, going. it's the 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 fries. Yeah, it has a smell. Like if I leave McDonald's in my car, like like I can smell it. Do you ever do that? Do you ever leave fast food in your car and then you come up fast the next food, there's morning? There's no leaving fast food for me. Oh, no, you don't. It goes. Uh, well, it goes, but <clears> then sometimes, like, I leave some fries out because right, right, I don't right, ever right. finish the fries. I don't for even know why I fairing. get fries. Yeah. And I leave them for, like, a day and I come back and I'm like, oh, McDonald's. <laughs> White Castle. Oh, yep. That has a that has a decided aroma to yep. it. What else? What else? What other Taco food? Taco Bell, maybe. Taco Bell, maybe. A little bit. Yeah, I love Taco Bell. Definitely, definitely. I think White Castle would be the next. Little Caesars. Yeah, I would get that log. <laughs> where are you at with ice cream, Samantha? What about ice cream? Where are, Where are you at with it? Do you like ice cream? I, I love ice cream. Yeah, yeah. Ben and Jerry's. Are you a big Ben yes. and Jerry's fan? Yeah, they have the Jimmy Fallon ice cream that yeah. I adore. You may have to slow your roll here. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, they're getting sued. No, they're not. <clears throat> they are. They are. They're getting sued over the happy cow claims, right? It's our ice cream comes from happy cows, right? Oh. And uh, people are like, yeah, Ben, Jerry, we've seen your cows. They don't look that happy. Oh, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Ben and Jerry, they're facing a lawsuit accusing the ice cream maker and his parent company of false advertising by saying the milk and cream in his product comes from happy cows. Uh, the story goes on that they're like, yeah, well, you know, they're factory farms and those cows aren't genuinely happy. And how can you say oh, that they're wow. happy? And it's just a huge animal uh, rights group kind yeah. of really squeaking out about about that. Um I don't know. I don't know. The, the I know some things in the dairy industry are kind of heinous. Yeah, I feel like Ben and Jerry's is a good. I go to their. They have like a in Ann Arbor. In Ann Arbor, they have a, like a store, and I go in there sometimes, and they have like wooden spoons and like wooden straws too. Okay, like yeah. you eat. I just feel like, like they're they very can, environmentally they, friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. that's cool, but I wouldn't have. You know. Yeah. So I, I just the, the those animal those animal rights folks were were really going after it. Um, yeah. Or paper straws. Sorry, not wooden straws. That would hurt. Wooden spoons, paper straws. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. There's what else that I want to share with you. I had a couple other things in here that I, I wanted to, to share with you. A couple of fun things. Oh, no. Uh, Instagram, right? Yes. Who are you on Instagram, right? Because you're, you're a budding photographer, right? Yeah, that's what I do. That's my thing. That's your thing. So what's? Uh, do you want to share your Insta? My Instagram? Yeah, what's your Insta? Okay, hold on. Well, it's Sam underscore is underscore rocking. That's Sam, my Instagram. Sam is rocking. Yeah, All Sam right. is rocking. But cool. there's two underscores in between the Sam and the is. How many? And how the, many? Uh, is in the rocking. How many uh, followers do you have? I have one thousand three hundred and twenty-seven. All right, that's so not a lot. We got our little buddy here, Gambino. Gambino. Oh, childish. Gambino? Nope, just what Gambino? Gambino nine one one. Who's Gambino nine one one? It's a cat. Is it? Gambino nine one one is a cat that says, "Well, hi." Have you seen the cat that says hi? Gambino. Oh, I found him. He's got this video of Gambino saying, "Well, hi," has about five hundred thousand views. He is twelve point three thousand. Twelve point three k. Yeah, I said over yeah. 12,000. Over you said that. Sorry, I wasn't paying any attention. I I looked it up. I wasn't listening to you again, Jamie. Uh, you're the only one. I'm the only one here, Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> you're so mean to me. I didn't I was just looking. Breaking I was just heart. making sure that you weren't lying. All right. So here, um do you have the sound up on my laptop? Yes. Okay, cuz it's there's a, there's now it's like it's like a 17 second video. Uh-huh. The well high comes in about twelve seconds in. Okay. Uh, and there's a lot of white noise as we get into it. Let's see, let's see what we got here. Is that a vacuum? It's white noise. Oh. Alright, here it comes, here it comes. No way. Did, did you did Wait, you did you Yeah, hear that? I hear you can we play it again? Alright, hang on. I got I think I, I, I tried to download it. Oh, that ain't it. I need to find this video. He has um, a TikTok too. Does I'm sure he does. Wow. All right, here we go. Well, hi. <laughs> turn turn it up a little bit. Okay. You got me up a little bit. Yep. <laughs> That's gonna be like my new ringtone. Oh 
my I want to turn this into my ringtone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> People are wild. And he's got like such a cute little face yeah. too. So oh. little orange tabby cat. I'm here to play with the tabby cat. Well, hi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so turn that back down so it's not blasting. Oh, yep. Yeah. All right. So there you go. So that's Gambino. He's on. Wait, uh, I think I found it. He's he's only got like sixty followers on uh, on Facebook. Yeah. Oh there my you go. god, Isn't that cute? Cat. Is he oh cute? My gosh. That is cute. <laughs> it's uh, so yeah. It's Gambino and his buddy Tom. Um, and they have a Facebook page, uh, as well. So, uh, but he's got his own Instagram. He doesn't oh. have to share his Instagram with Tom. Uh, but Gambino and Tom share, share their Facebook page. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but it was on, yeah, I found it on the, it just it popped up in my Facebook feed and, and I was like, oh, isn't that cute? But it was, uh, from, uh, today, from the Today Show. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like amazed that, like, their Facebook page hasn't just blown up, you know? Oh, like, yeah. After getting mentioned on the Facebook. Probably after, after we talk about them, it's probably going to blow it's up now. It's going to blow up now. Now. Yeah. You get that animal talk. Bump. I mean, he has a lot of followers. I, well, on the Instagram, yeah. Oh, what about on Facebook? Facebook, there was only like 60. Oh, he has There's his own like, like page? Yeah. Gambino, like I said, Gambino and Tom. Again, not listening. <laughs> I am looking it up. Hold on. <laughs> and it's not Gambino 911. It was just Gambino. I, think might even, I can't find it, so it's Gambino fine. Gambino the cat. But he does have an Instagram. Uh, oh, no, it is Gambino 911 on Facebook. Yeah, oh but uh, the title of it is Gambino 911. But if you do like on Facebook, if you do that at, you know, Facebook.com slash Gambino 911. Yeah. But it's Gambino and Tom. Did you find it now? Yes. Yeah, there you go. <sighs> so there you go. So that's the, well, hi. Well, hi. I want to grab that and make it a ringtone <laughs> or something or use it as a drop here. That's a cute little kitty cat. Yeah. Dear, because uh, I, I could have swore uh, Percy uh, Kirby could talk. Maybe he I did. Just, I would, we would sit there. We'd have a dinner apple together. Dinner apple? That's a really big apple. You would share it? Yeah, well, I'd eat one side, he'd eat the other. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. would eat apples? No, he didn't, he didn't like, he would lick them. Oh, okay. So he, so after I would bite the, the skin and I would bite down into it, you know, and as I turned it, cause I wasn't eating off of the same side he was eating <laughs> on, I would turn it and he would lick the side that I had already eaten. Aww. But if you just set it there, he would just lick it and lick it and lick it and lick Aww. it and lick it and lick it, lick it. Yeah, he would just, just for you know, a half hour, just straight, yeah. just sitting there licking that apple core. Dang. Uh, just love the, just love doing that. So he would just sit there and then we'd have long conversations. Silently? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I thought he was saying stuff. <laughs> He was talking to my heartstrings, Samantha. Oh. <laughs> That's why we're still connected. I don't even need an invisible leash. You we have just, one, though. We are just, we, yeah, we, I do. You have one, though. <laughs> I have one. I see it. Like it or not. Well, it's invisible. It is, it is there. So you turn that uh, volume down to a reasonable level? Yes, I believe so. That's good because you know why. I think I know why. <laughs> Backdoor fiction. You decide. I want to pick on you, Samantha. I have three headlines. Oh, no. Three headlines ripped oh, yeah, that's this from one. the news. <laughs> Two are absolutely true. One is completely, utterly, and totally false. Written by me while I was sitting here eating candy corn. Caramel corn. Caramel corn. Candy corn sounds funnier. It's not Work with the joke anymore. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so there you go, Samantha. I have three headlines. I'm going to read them to you. Uh, you need to guess which is the fake headline. Samantha, are you ready, my dear? No. <laughs> Too bad. All right, here we go. Uh, I gotta find my. I gotta find my page here. It's, it's so hard. I didn't print stuff because, well. All right. Um, three headlines, Sam. Three. Three headlines. Three. First, first headline. An an 18,000-year-old puppy could change everything we know about dogs. 18,000 years old? You mean it lived that long? Or is there a puppy that was that from 18,000 years ago? Can you please give me some context? <laughs> it's a headline. I don't know. <laughs> I don't you read, didn't read it? I don't read these things. I just yanked the headline. I go, that sounds pretty ridiculous. <laughs> 
There we go. Or maybe you wrote it. Maybe I wrote it. An 18,000-year-old puppy could change everything we know about dogs. I mean, it probably would change everything that we know about dogs. Maybe. Second headline. Most dolphins are right-handed, says researchers. (laughs) Why do all these sound terrible? And our third They're all fake. Our third headline. (laughs) Cats can help track the stars. Sorry, there we go. An 18, this is so hard. Eighteen thousand year old puppy could change everything we know about dogs. Most dolphins are, are right handed. Researchers say is right handed in quotations. Uh, it is. That's why I went with the finger quotes. You didn't write that one. <laughs> <laughs> I like finger quotes. What do you mean? You didn't write that one. If it was an ellipses, it'd be all me. <laughs> I'm all about the ellipses. Inappropriate ellipses. I'm gonna. That's my. That's my uh, confirmation name. Inappropriate ellipses. And then the third headline: Cats can help track the stars. All right. Which is the? Which is the? The, the false the one. False the one, one that you made up. It's the not that, the dolphin one. Okay. Or maybe it is. Maybe it is. What's your favorite color? <laughs> <laughs> Red. No blue. Oh. <laughs> 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 okay. Blue is my favorite color. Though, it is. Just, uh, yes, yes. Oh, okay. I like purple. Um, I'm gonna go with. I'm so scared because if I get it wrong, I'm gonna hate myself. Yeah, I know. Can you give me a hint? <laughs> I know it's not. It's the one of the one. three. Oh my god. There's your hint. <laughs> That's not a hint because I already knew that. A hint that I don't know. Oh. All right, all right. Okay. Okay. Let me think. It's the one that I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. What the do you dog think? one? The dog one. Fat, drunk, and stupid is. God damn it! I wrote was it the, the I cat wrote one. The, I wrote the cat one. Yeah. Damn it! That was my second answer. I knew you didn't write the dolphin one. I knew you didn't write the dolphin one. Yep. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. See, there I you go. right away. I was like quotations. No, he wouldn't put quotations in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Actually, the full headline on the dog one was "Dog Gone It." Why how, did you say that? How an eighteen-year-old puppy could change everything we know i knew you wouldn't dogs. have written that if you had the dog gone it that's why you cut it out you're getting smarter <laughs> so the the name there's this uh, petrified dog eighteen thousand year old dog so it it's it's eighteen thousand years and two months <laughs> how do you how do they know well i think it's like a two-month-old puppy but it do was, they have like little it. rings on it like <laughs> trees yeah i don't know <laughs> Um, that's a very precise date. How do we know this? Well, Dogor, this is, this, it, it's so aptly named. Gore? Like, uh, like, like the intestines? D-O-G-O-R. D-O-G-O-R. Dogor. Dogor. Oh. Uh, it was found by the, by tusk hunters in the summer of 2018, buried in the permafrost, um, somewhere in the, in Siberia. Um, so it's, uh, radiocarbon, carbon dating shows, uh, Dogor is about 18,000 years old, um, so well-preserved that even his eyelashes and whiskers are in good condition. Scientists are able to tell that a puppy was two months old when it passed. So 18,000 years. And two months. Two months. Uh, So hopefully Dogor didn't suffer from the position of his bodies. It seems he was not in distress. Um, But the getting into the genome and everything, uh, there's a lot of of things about Dogor that are changing what scientists – know and understand uh, about ancient dogs so it's not is it a dog or a wolf um it's it's a dog so it is it they, they didn't expect it to be uh, uh, as doggy as huh. as it was being that that old so there you go so if you want to find out more about dog or the eighteen thousand year old two-month puppy <laughs> google it who died in siberia mm, yes so dolphins are right-handed researchers say uh, dolphins, like humans, have a dominant right-hand side. According to research, about 90% of humans are right-handed, uh, but we're not but the only— But some are left-handed. 10%, probably, yeah. <laughs> if 90% are right-handed. <laughs> I do math part-time. Uh, do you? So humans are not the only animals that show such preferences. Gorillas tend to be right-handed. Kangaroos are generally southpaws. Uh, even cats have a preference for a particular side, although which is favored appears to depend on their sex. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That so researchers wild. have found common 
common bottlenose golfins appear to have a stronger right high, right side basis. Sorry, right side bias than humans do. Huh. Yeah, this is coming out of uh, the Guardian here. Oh wow. Yep. Uh, so researchers. Yeah, they have a, a right side bias even more so than humans. I didn't expect to find it in the particular behavior, um, but it's a very strong behavior, said Dr. Daisy Kelpin. Hey, Dr. Daisy, <laughs> you crazy. Same. Studying dolphins. Uh, <laughs> you name your kid Daisy, they're going to grow up and they're going to be a, a dolphin scientist. Guaranteed. <laughs> Uh, researchers studying common bottle, bottlenose dolphins in the Bahamas say they have a preference, uh, and it shows up in, in, uh, how they feed and how they swim together and how they, they group, uh, and how they echolocate for prey, uh, prey, um, and how they shove their beaks into the sand. So there's a, a lot of care, a lot of things they do, and it looks about 99% of the 709 recorded activities in, in dolphins, uh, 99% of them were right finned (laughs) so yeah so there you go nutty that's why are you right-handed or left-handed yes you're you're a southpaw aren't you is that left or right that's left-handed i'm right you're right yeah you hold you hold pens i hold my pencil weird in a very peculiar way yeah you kind of hold it like a dagger you hold your pen and pencil like a, a like a crazy dagger yeah that's nuts yeah, that's how it is. Why? I, how do you? Why do you do that? How did you? I was that just born that way. way. You just born you, you're way. born that way. You and Lady Gaga were born that yeah. way. Yeah. Now you got a little Hitler I mustache. I do. You're sniffing that marker. No, and you put I a, I love to sniff the markers. Don't sniff the markers. Um. Yeah. Don't sniff the markers. Who's bad? <laughs> you didn't want to hear me talk about my story. No, oh, I'm what just story? I didn't have a story. Oh, I was just born that way. Animal joke of the week. Samantha, you ready for a couple of bad animal jokes? Mm, maybe. All right. Yes, yes, yes. What uh, What do cats like to eat on a hot day? Uh, hot fish. Mice cream. <laughs> that sounds nasty. Uh, why do cats always get their way? Because they're the boss. They're persuasive. Oh wow! These are all bad. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> how did how did two cats? Oh, how did how did two cats end a fight? They didn't. They hiss and make up. <laughs> uh, what should you use to comb a cat? A brush. A catacomb. Oh my god! These are so bad. How do you know? How do you know a cat is agitated? They just are. He's having a hissy fit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, one more, one more, one more, one more. I was done. Oh, can I do one? Yeah, sure. Hold on. Okay, (laughs) say we uh, stalling, stalling. Yeah, Samantha, you you got to find a bad. You want a good bad animal joke? Yeah. So I went cat because we had uh, the cat headline. I got you with the cat headline. So I was. Oh yeah. I was going with the cat. That's why. That's why I went with the cat. Oh jokes. wait, I'm gonna do dolphin. Oh, that would have been good. There's probably some good dolphin jokes out there. Some good bad dolphin jokes. Yeah, I put good bad dolphin jokes. <laughs> yes, in there there you are. That, that's what I do. Yeah, I do the same thing. Um, looking for whatever animal we're searching for. It's amazing that there's a whole page devoted to bad this or that animal joke, and, and you find them all the time. <laughs> and then I find different ones all the time. It's like, oh my god, how many different bad animal joke pages are there? Did you get one yet? <laughs> why don't dolphins pass their exams? I don't know why. Because they work below sea level. Mm. <laughs> no, that's stupid. Um, that's the point. Uh, no. Big finish, big finish. <laughs> this is hard. All these are bad. I know, right? I just charge through and say them. That's, well, that's the whole point of it. So forget that noise. We're going with the bad. <laughs> what do dolphins need to stay healthy? I don't know. What do dolphins need? Vitamin to stay? C. Oh, like C. S E A. That's it. God. The rest of these are bad. Oh, wait, 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 wait. This is a good one. All right, hang on, hang on. All right, go ahead. <laughs> you can play the thing. It's okay. Okay. What did the dolphin say when the priest tossed him a fish? What did the dolphin say when a priest tossed him a fish? Holy mackerel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, there we go. With Bye. that, Samantha, uh, how do people uh, find out about us? Oh, yeah. Uh, we have our uh, website, www.animaltalkradio.com, where you can find all of our website things. Um, and then we have social media uh, pages, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, at uh, Animal Talk Radio. I haven't been on the Instagram in a minute because I forgot the password, so I'm going to have to uh, figure that out. <laughs> Or it got changed or something. I don't know. I don't know. But it's okay. Um, and then we also have our merch site, wearingfunny.com. So cool. you can do that. Uh, there you go. Thanks so much for uh, listening in. Truly, absolutely, genuinely, absolutely appreciate it. We're heading into the holidays, uh, depending on when you hear this. So happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Uh, and God, if you don't celebrate Christmas. God bless to you and yours. Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, all that stuff. Merry Christmas. And then just accept it and say thank you. Oh, well, no, I mean, they got all the different, you know, you got Kwanzaa, you got Hanukkah, you got Chinese New Year. Or was Chinese New Year in the middle of the year? Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Chrysler. Merry Chrysler. <laughs> all right, but no, yeah, like, subscribe, leave a comment. And uh, we, re- again, yeah, actually truly appreciate you. Till next time, please have an exotic week. And kiss your wild thing for me. <laughs> <laughs>